campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. So listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and stories and legends of all sorts of different lore from all around the stinking world. And you know what? It is it is time. It is that time of year where we are we are burnt out. We are on our last limb, and we decided let's do a holiday special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here we are. We did it. We made it all the way to December. Honestly, another year around the sun. Congratulations, everybody. (laughs) We're here. We've made it. We survived the blur. There are so many retrogrades this year. You guys did great. (laughs) (laughs) Just retrograde in the whole time. I don't don't know how retrogrades work, but every time something bad happened, Kimmy was like, don't worry. There's just a retrograde. It's going to pass. And I was like... That's what you told me last week. <laughs> There's always one. We're starting we're starting the next year with a pretty rough one in Capricorn. But you know what? Like uh, well, who who cares about the Capricorn? <laughs> oh man, that's pretty great. All right. Well, um let let me start this by saying again, lost tapes. This is our holiday special. Uh, we just got done with our 12 days of Krampus and to celebrate the holiday season for this one, I decided we are going to talk about some different holiday traditions all around the world. And we have a special holiday poem as well. Um, I also want to give a quick update. The giveaway will be on social media. I thought auto posting for stuff was working for me and it was not. So... (laughs) There's going to be a lot of chaoticness in the next four or five days from when this episode is released. Woo! So, look at those posts. Just if you're commenting on stuff, you have a chance to win the prize. But mm-hmm. you'll you'll see deets. And there's uh, some fun prizes. There's some fun prizes. Uh, well, let's let's get into this. Um, should we cue campfire sounds now before our chitty chat? Um. Yeah, that that would make sense in this uh, episode. All right, we're in the episode. <laughs> All right, um, you you want to start us off with your alluring thing? Sure. Um, 
So me and Kimmy have been making our Christmas drinks since it is <laughs> basically Christmas. Um, Christmas. And my family makes a drink called, I think I probably talked about it last year, but we got a lot of new listeners, uh, glue vine or uh, mold wine for people like me who don't speak German very well, <laughs> which is, uh, it's wine and then you add like sugar and cloves and cinnamon and I forget what those little stars are called. Um, oh, I don't know. Anise. Anise. Oh. That's what they're called. And then some brandy. And then you just boil it. For, well, not boil. You don't boil it because then the alcohol goes away. But yeah, you warm it for a while. And it's pretty damn good. Oh, man. I want a bottle so bad. <laughs> no. I don't know if it'd be good bottled because like, it's like a fresh off the stove kind of drink. Oh, you could bottle. I bet. I bet if you went to your mother, like, "Hey, Kimmy wants a bottle of this." Yeah, we could figure it out. Yeah, I was like, I, I know, I know, it could be workshopped. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to just figure out how to seal it, like airtight yeah. seal. Yeah, that's the, that's the trick. Because I'll make a bunch of wasal, wasali, wasal. It's wasal, right? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. It's not my drink. I am. Uh... I, that was, so that was my alluring drink was, oh, I made a real good batch of Wasol. We had a, we had a little Yule party at my place with some of my close, my close humans and man, we got a little turnt on it. (laughs) They're very similar, right? Yours just uses like apple cider instead of wine. Yes. That's pretty much everything's the same except I have wine. I do apple cider with orange juice. Where does the alcohol come from? Um, I add whiskey to it. Whiskey, okay, so, interesting. So that's what gives it like the war, the extra warmth. I'll yeah. have to. I we have like so many things yeah. planned out for next year for the podcast, and we'll kind of get more into that at the end. But like, I will post my homemade wasal recipe on our Hell Patreon yeah. next year because. So Wasol's not inherently alcoholic then. It becomes alcoholic it, later. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm wondering. You could I mean you could probably make it without whiskey, right? Let me see. Yeah, I make it so I make it without whiskey. That way yeah. everyone can have it. And then nice. people that want it with whiskey add like a shot of it to it. Oh, that's fun. I like that. Um Gluvine is there's it's alcohol there's no (laughs) it's literally wine with brandy in it oh yeah it just sounds good every year you talk about i'm like oh man that sounds like it would mess me up that's Mm -hmm. the holiday drink for damn sure um man uh speaking of of holiday drinks and treats um do you want to tell us about how you felt about the 12 days of krampus this year it was very cute this year. Um, a lot less chaotic than last year. I feel like this time you went into it with a theme in mind. Yes. Yeah, which was very nice. Um, my favorite is definitely the little Krampus um, doll. Very cute. Um, we're not doing a video, but he has yeah. a little basket. Um, you could go see it on our Instagram. Uh, he's adorable. He sits on my nightstand and watches over me while I sleep. <laughs> like a good Krampus does. Um least favorite was the miniature tim allen <laughs> box set um 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, think I need to go any further than that. I like how you even hung up the little mistletoe above the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of see it. <laughs> so <cute. Yeah. laughs> oh, next to Dolly back there. I'll post a picture for, uh, for the Instagram. Man, I wish I had like extra tea lights or fairy lights just so you could put it like in the fireplace. But right. I, I was all out of them. I was like, damn. But it looks. Oh, then the cute. candles good too. It's almost okay. gone. Oh, yeah. That yeah, candle. I think it smelled good. I think I sold out of those. I think I need to update the shop. Yeah, you popped off on that one. Yeah, that was a uh, because I. It's funny because I made it the year before in mm-hmm. a little different, and this year I'm like, how can I spice it up and then yeah. sell it? And I was like, but I'm glad I pretty much the whole theme this year is you kept asking about having a Mothman plushie. And I was like, how can I make him a Krampus plushie and have it just be a theme so that can it's just so be cute. good enough? <laughs> I did forget to put little fangs on him. That's the only thing I realized. Yeah, but his mouth is, like, sharp, so, like... Yeah, well, I, like, I made it to kind of look like the one I drew, like, the, yeah. the old school one, you know? And I it wanted to, cute. to do little white teeth, but, man, you yeah. know... The- I'm probably going to put a little... Um, thing in his head and make it an ornament Ooh, that would be cute i support yeah. it do yeah. do whatever he's yours now that's your yeah. krampus <laughs> and maybe if i get really crafty maybe i'll do like pre-orders for them on the site but we'll oh, see yeah. Yeah, i imagine this is a lot of work yeah but guess what i found out another alluring thing i found out the magic of my cricket so there's like a cricket there's the cricket and then there's the cricket maker Okay, and I have the Cricut Maker, which means I can actually cut wood and felt with it. Yeah, (laughs) and I I learned how to pre-cut those patterns I made, and I was like, "Oh, "Oh, that's not bad at all." Then yeah, I was like, "All I gotta do is stitch it," and it's like, it's a nice like Cricut can do that too. Thirty forty minute like little sewing project for me. Okay, so shit, yeah, not bad at all. And then I don't have to cut it. I got the blade for it because I had, because I had to cut the shrinky dink, which was plastic. Yeah. So I was like, "How can I do that with my Cricut?" Because there's no way I was going to make <laughs> sixty earrings the night before an art show yeah. Yeah. <laughs> without it. We'd be playing games every night, and Kim would be like, "Oh, I gotta go take my shrinky dink out of the <laughs> oven like every like half hour." Now it's done. The chaos of the shrinky dink. So many shrinky dinks. We're <laughs> shrunk a Shrunk a dunked the shrinky dinks. Yeah. Dinkity dunks. Shrunk was my brain the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We have done. Chit chat. Chit chat's over. Let's let's get into these holiday traditions. Um. <laughs> do, 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 do. Turn on. There we go. all right so we are gonna just go through a bunch of different traditions when i googled strange christmas traditions these are some that came up that i thought were just delightful so first we are heading all the way over to norway here Many Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve is when many demons and witches will walk amongst the town. So, 
Witches will go out of their way to snag any brooms outside the homes and use them to have a joyride around the town oh, yeah. at night. <laughs> so the best part is to avoid having these evil spirits ruin the festive holiday season. Many locals will hide and even lock up their brooms before they go to sleep on Christmas Eve. Cowards. <laughs> So those who are unlucky, or the brave, as Ryan would say, and leave their brooms unattended are said to wake up on Christmas morning with their brooms trashed and torn into pieces as a result of the witch's joyride from the night before. See, now me personally would try and make the fastest broom possible for the witch. Racing stripes on that bad boy, like some reinforced like pedals around the back and put that out. So that, like, I, I get, like, the witch's favor for a year, you know? You know, that's so funny you said that, because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, maybe <laughs> this is going to be one of those generational shifts mm-hmm. kind of things. Because I could totally see, like, older generation being like, uh, don't leave your broom out, because the witch is going to trash it. And yeah. I can totally see these, like, zillennials and Gen Zs, you know, <laughs> being like, um, I'm a deck it out. She's going to be riding. She's going to be going so fast. <laughs> I, mean. I would, like, because I was like, ooh, I'd attach, like, bells mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, ribbons, and I would, I would make mine absolutely adorable just for yeah. the thought i could see her fly across the sky yeah, i would see some high speed witch racing in the sky <laughs> no, this hiding crap if i can't attend hogwarts or play that stupid flight game in legacy then by god <laughs> damn it i'm going to make a cool ass broom to see it in person <laughs> <sighs> all right um so, speaking of evil, um, the next holiday tradition is all about how to get rid of it. <laughs> so, we're heading to Venezuela. Um, many Venezuelans attend a daily church in Guatemala. I hope I said that right. <laughs> this really is next to godliness. That being said, many locals believe that the devil or other demonic spirits are known to dirty up spaces in your home. So, the week before Christmas, people will sweep up and deep clean their homes, making a large pile outside with all the trash. Uh, then they will paste a sculpture of the devil upon the whole th- or sorry, place a picture of the devil upon the whole thing and light it on fire. Uh, this is referred to as, please forgive me, La Quemia del Diablo, which translates to burning of the devil. Uh, the idea is that they burn all the bad things from the previous year in the home and they can start anew from the ashes in the year to come. I kind of like that. That's fun. <laughs> so this reminds me, I don't think, cause we didn't like our friendship didn't form until senior year of college. Yeah. Um, but what I would do with my friends at the end of every semester, we'd have a big party and it was our mm-hmm. annual homework burning party where we take oh, nice all the homework from all yeah. the stupid classes and we would burn it <laughs> and like eat food over it. That's beautiful. <laughs> Probably wasn't great for the environment, but we didn't know at the time and it was healing. So yeah. this does work. <laughs> I mean, what's your little fire compared to the giant factories? You know, it's you know, fine. Yeah. If Walmart is still making plastic bags, I don't feel <laughs> like we should compare it. So if anything, you know, you were helping the environment. <laughs> if anything, it was counteracting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So to the next one, this one also takes place in Venezuela 
and it is a roller skate babes holiday dream. So this one spoke to me. Um, so I want to say this wrong. Caracas, Venezuela. It's Christmas tradition to head to the church on Christmas Eve in roller skates. Oh. So, Rose... Is this before or after you burn all of your uh, <laughs> well, possessions? You know, I like to think it's after, you okay. know? Or, ooh, or they light it and then they go through the fire, you know, like a whole show thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, I like that. They make it like X Games mode. Yeah, or they have those little, like, rollerblades that spark. There we go. See, (laughs) we're we're zillennialing up in here, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) So so they will close down roads so cars can't drive and people can have safe passage throughout the town. And though it's unclear how this tradition started, um, many believe because of the warm weather and they can't sled, they can't ski, they can't snowboard, this tradition is like their equivalent of a winter activity. So it's like, just put on some roller skates, skate down to the yeah. church. And I saw some cute things where like, it would be like Santa's dressed up on roller skates. Oh, that's fun. I was like, yes, but... I don't know. Those are just some like fun little quirky ones. And then yeah. uh let's let's roll into our commercial break. Hey there, campers. Ryan here. Did you know that Kimmy let me talk her into doing another podcast? That's right. Introducing the Creepy Camper Podcast, our once a month pod where Kimmy and I watch a scary movie, her a little more reluctantly than me, and break down the deeper meaning behind it. So come check out the newest Alluring Network show, the Creepy Camper Podcast at Alluring.com or wherever you find your podcasts and let's get creepy. back <laughs> i just listen to ryan fumble off the soundboard <laughs> i know people can feel my stare through the audio god damn it Welcome, welcome back, campers. Uh, we got a few more holiday tradition, holiday traditions for y'all, and then Ryan's got a little special holiday gift for us at the end. So, getting right into it, the next tradition takes place in Ukraine, and precursor. This is the one tradition I don't think I could emotionally participate in. So. So many people like to decorate their trees with ornaments, tinsel, orange slices, and even popcorn. But what if I told you that it's common practice to decorate one's tree with glistening spider webs and artificial spiders? Oh, I like that. Mm, I know. Halloween vibes going for another couple months. Mm, You're right. Spooky. Oh, it's it's just the spiders. Oh, anyway, so... (sighs) 
Many uh, Ukrainians are known to deck the halls with the Spidey-inspired decor because they are believed to draw in good luck for the year to come. Um, so this inspiration comes from a classic folktale about a poor widow who was sadly left with nothing after her husband tragically passed away. Because of this, she couldn't afford any Christmas decorations that year. Mournful of the death and the lack of Christmas spirit, her and her children wept all Christmas Eve night. Now, the spiders of the home heard the cries of the children and took matters into their own hands. They decorated the tree in beautiful sparkling webs, and when the sun of Christmas morning shined through the home, the threads sparkled gold and silver, and the family stared in amazement as the decorated tree, and they realized they now had a fortune for Christmas. So we got some cute spiders helping out, which is very um, conflicting to me emotionally. Look, I don't understand the spider hate, because I hate other bugs, and spiders keep them away. Okay, here's... Spiders are just chilling. Other bugs get in your space. Well, here's the thing. I, I've had spiders... I lived in Arizona. I had a tarantula jump on me when I was little. And that was just enough for the trauma bank to be like, oh, let's yeah. make that fear a personality trait. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's... I like... I like when I see spiders, because you're right. It means I don't have to deal yeah. with other bugs. Mm-hmm. I would have less problems with spiders if they could talk. And yeah. I could be like, hey, I know you're in here. Stay in this corner. I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. We're going to yeah. be good. Because <laughs> if I see yeah. you, it's over. It's <laughs> you know? so when they get in your space, then, then, then it's on site, which I agree with that. Yeah. It's... If spiders could talk, I feel like I'd be way more chill with them. Yeah, spiders right outside my front door, homies. Spiders inside my front door, <laughs> homies. No, there's a very fine, fine yeah. line. <laughs> um, speaking of fine lines, um, <laughs> we got the German-American Christmas pickle. <laughs> this one's a fun one. Uh, so this next tradition is, um, it's actually a German-American thing. Um, oh, okay. But some say it or- originates from Spain. Um, there's kind of there's a lot of conflicting origins of this one. But basically, you take a pickle or a pickle-shaped ornament and you hide it in the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Then Christmas morning. The children were told to go and find the pickle on the tree, and the first one to find it will either receive a bonus present or be the first to open their present. Mm-hmm. Um, my family, we didn't use a pickle, but we did something kind of similar, but it was more like a scavenger hunt, so you had to like run down and like finish the scavenger hunt first. <laughs> I, You know, I really love that because I feel like I wake up so antsy on Christmas, so yeah. just like a way to get people get their brain going, you know, to like relax for the Christmas gifts. So the Christmas pickle was originally called the Weinestürker, which I'm, I'm going to ask my mom how to say that because <laughs> German is so weird. Weinachterkirk. Weinachterkirk. <laughs> which, uh, which is... <laughs> In fact, a German word for our German listeners, um, and if you don't think so, you're wrong. <laughs> but 
but not many modern Germans actually follow this custom, so it's unlikely. However, it seems like Germany has doubled down on it because they export a lot of pickle-themed uh, ornaments from their country. Um, another theory is that Woolsworth, which is a now-defunct chain of stores, started importing the pickle ornaments in the 1800s and made up the story to help boost their sales in the U.S. That seems very possible yeah sweet sweet capitalism always finds a way you know what i mean i think that this guy ordered a bunch of pick he's like wow these pickles are extremely affordable so he ordered just thousands of them and then they got there and they were fake pickles and he's like fuck what am i gonna do with all these pickles he's in the back like sharon's gonna kill me i told her i get this taken care of Man, <laughs> Sharon said one more straw. She's getting the divorce papers. I can't let that happen. You know, I, it's downhill from here for me. How, how am I going to sell wood pickles? My pickle stand. <laughs> and, uh, I seems the most likely. I I freaking love that. I thought that was cute. I like that yeah, you have like a little pickle hiding in the tree. You got to go hunt yeah. it down. You know yeah. what I mean? Start doing that. Yeah, start start pickle hunting. Every, everyone that needs a little yeah. Christmas morning activity. Don't tell your family, though. Just put one in there, <laughs> like a real pickle. See who like, notices. Say, ha uh, ha. Congratulations. You've won the Weiner Sturker. <laughs> Weiner Sturker. <laughs> um, and you give them a little gift, a trinket, perhaps. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> Inside the gift is an actual pickle. Is <laughs> enjoy <laughs> like a bread and butter pickles. There you go. Um, and so speaking, speaking of capitalism, um, <laughs> you know we have to end on a capitalistic inspired tradition. And yeah. <laughs> and surprisingly, this isn't from the old U.S. of A. Oh. This actually takes place in Japan. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> The USA may have really impacted it, though. So, in Japan, many people are known to participate in a KFC-approved Christmas dinner that oh, is okay. finger-licking so Americans. <laughs> so, so that's us. Yeah. So, that's us. <laughs> so, back in December of 1974, American-born fast food chain KFC began to promote itself as the place to eat the ideal Christmas meal this, true. <laughs> this clever marketing idea sparked a trend and since then a christmas trip to kfc has become a must-have holiday tradition in japan so <laughs> it's estimated that about 3.6 million families gather together to share a kfc wow. christmas bucket of fried chicken every year wild that's, that's insane that is wild me. i eat kfc maybe once a year I couldn't tell you the last time I had KFC. <laughs> and I only have it if Popeye's is closed. You know, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so um, many families will even have to pre-order their bucket of chicken weeks, weeks before to make sure that they have it wow. for Christmas dinner. Um, and this is all. KFC even has a Santa doppelganger that's used to promote this must-have holiday meal. And he goes by the name of... Colonel Sanders? Oh, oh Kimmy. Oh, <laughs> Kimmy. Sweet right? Kimmy. So right? Colonel Sanders? The mascot of KFC? No, look at how it's spelled. It's not Colonel. That's how you spell Colonel. No, it's not. 
swear to God, that's right. Right, you're bullshitting me. Colonel, but it's Colonel. Colonel Sanders. It's <laughs> <laughs> like as she's writing her note, she's like, "Man, it's so weird that they don't." <laughs> Is the, who's Colonel Sanders? Like, who is that? I thought it was like a way to say it in Japanese or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I don't have any excuse, you guys. I, they dress him. <laughs> Colonel Sanders is just Colonel Sanders dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, that's. It's- it's colonial Santa. Sanders. It's from him. It's from him. Colonizing Japan's KFC. Sanders, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Oh my god. Ryan's so sick and he's just really holding on. It's a fucking good one this year. <laughs> oh man. It's like every like five episodes, one of us have a really bad Freudian slip, you know, and it's just, we gotta. Hold on, the best I love Colonial Sanders. He's honestly my favorite. <laughs> oh, God damn it. But anyway, they they dress they dress Mr. Sanders up in <laughs> Santa clothes and yeah, that's blasphemous. He's our Lord and Savior. <laughs> when you think of American gods, there's man, yeah Jesus and, fried chicken. and then Mr. Sanders is the hierarchy Basically. of it. Gets forgetting, yeah. but he's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Tell me your poem, because I can't recover from that. Um, this is a holiday poem by Ryan <laughs> and Pablo. <laughs> In the heart of winter's calm embrace lies a tapestry of enchanting grace, where snowflakes dance in whimsy's flight amidst the hush of the silent night. Um, oh. Fireside tales and cozy glow, echoes of myths from long ago, legends of creatures, cryptids bold, whose stories thought age through ages have been told. Amid alpine peaks, old Krampus roams. Oh, the lessons he taught in wintry homes, chains that jingle a fearsome sight, yet guiding souls towards kindness light. The Yule cap prowls in Iceland's domain, seeking out hearts that compassion sustains. Wrapped in warmth and threads of care, a testament to goodwill's share. In moonlit woods where shadows play, Bothman soars on wings array. A guiding spirit, mysterious and wise, glimpsed in the night through watchful eyes. Cryptids and tales in this wintry show, enlivening spirits with festive glows. In Christmas magic, they find their place, bringing wonders and joy to embrace. Merry Christmas, everybody! Damn, that was that was good. I was. Shout out to the internet for helping me find rhyming words. <laughs> I was I was very impressed. I I didn't expect that at all. Thank you, not, thank you. Not to undermine um, you, but it's. <laughs> um, I I I mean I did not do it all on my own. I googled everything, but you know. <laughs> No, that was good. Damn. Give yourself a little clap. You deserve Thank it. You. Treat yourself to that. I'll even allow the wolf out. You deserve <laughs> it. That was, that was impressive. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's jump over to our like little lore lore report 
for a minute. Okay. You guys, we got we got some big big announcements. Um, <laughs> but I don't have the announcements. You know, oh, that's great because you start the announcements. <laughs> it's in the. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is. It's right there. It's in the drive. So. You got it. I don't really see it. You were doing so good with the poem. I drive. Okay, episodes. Uh, Holiday special. It says EP62 announcements. 62. Oh, see, that's what's throwing me off. This is episode 61.5, Kimmy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There's only two documents in that folder. Don't you dare. <laughs> Campers, we've got some major news. This is our last podcast we're ever doing. I'm just kidding. Um, we are, but we are taking a little break for the winter season. Um, the Loring Gang, which is uh, the three of us, will be going on a much needed holiday break. We've got video games to play. Lord knows, me and Kimmy have played nothing but Lethal Company for weeks now. Um, which you might see a sharp decline in the quality of the podcast from the second Lethal Company came out. Um, but yeah, for real though, we got you know we got friends and family to see. The holidays are a very busy time of the year. Um, Camp Counselor Mothman has a date with a lamp, which I heard is going pretty well. Um, but do not fret, I lied. It is not our last DeLorean episode. We will be back in March of 2024, which sounds just uh, 2024, <laughs> uh, with new lore, cryptids, and all sorts of legends to discuss with you. And listen, we know that is a long time. You'll mm -hmm. be missing us. You'll be dreaming of us. You will be pondering what we are up to. Yeah. So if you are needing your alluring fix then head over to our patreon today and you can listen to our bonus liquor and lore episodes uh we've gone ahead and pre-recorded some episodes scheduled for release while we are on hiatus and are going to be recording those mm -hmm. uh, when the episode comes out some will be at this moment ryan and i are figuring that out <laughs> And if you thought my voice was annoying sober, you should hear it after some liquor. Woo! So head over to our... Liquor... Oh, sorry. Oh, no. You want to... You yeah. My favorite part of liquor and lore is you can tell when we recorded multiple episodes in a <laughs> row because the quality sharply degrades over <laughs> a couple episodes. Episode one. <laughs> Crooked. Yeah. Episode one, we always start with like the most unhinged story because yeah. we get more drunk. So then the serious stories get funnier and yeah. we can only do like three in a night. Cause after that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we pass out. <laughs> so head over to our Patreon today at patreon.com forward slash alluring. You can join for as low as $3 a month. Get that's, that's a that's a coffee people. that's not even a coffee that's half a coffee in this economy <laughs> my coffee costs like seven dollars <laughs> these days so yeah that's that's not even half a coffee yeah yeah you're like i'm you're, about to order 30 dollar postmates <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nothing that's that's barely that's barely that's penny that's <laughs> 10 times <laughs> 
and you get access to tons of bonus content. You can cancel whenever, and you'll be the best part. I think the best part is you're supporting an indie podcast, and I yeah. send goodies all the time just because I love our Patreons. Yeah, that's the only way you get cool bonus art stuff is by mm-hmm. being a Patreon. Take take those take those three dollars you're going to give to a big corporation and say suck it. Say fuck you, Jeff, and then mm. hand it over to us. And then yeah. We can go. <laughs> so. We promise to give it back when we're billionaires. <laughs> that's that's when we'll do it. Something yeah. you couldn't do, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's kind of that's it. Again, we'll see you guys. We we hope you just have magical holiday. Should we do like a big like one takeaway? Like what? Have you learned from this year of podcasting? You know? I have learned from this year of podcasting that any cryptid can be a horny cryptid if you try hard enough. <laughs> um, God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> um, red flags and mines will be uh, red flags look pink with rose-colored glasses. Yeah. So where those cryptid hunting. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, all right. Everyone, thank you. Thank you so much for sticking around, listening to our podcast, enjoying this little bonus episode. We really couldn't do the show without your support. So thank you all so much. The long farewell. To you, my friends. Mm-hmm. Remember, out of the box anyway. Have just, just a luring day, an alluring New Year's, an alluring whatever you celebrate this time of year. If you don't celebrate anything, you know, just have an alluring good time. Um, yeah. And we'll see you in 2024. Woo! Patreon. See y'all in 2024. You want to cue out some of those Christmas tunes? and that's all for this episode of alluring thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening if you want more alluring go check out our website alluring.com that's a-l-o-r-e-i-n-g.com you can also find us on youtube instagram twitter facebook and discord if you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.